0: Hello, and welcome to TP's Music Talk Podcast. My name is Ryan Ford. And I'm Nick Replinger. And you can find us at our website,
1: tpmusictalkpod.wordpress.com. And you can also find us at anchor.fm forward slash tpmusictalkpodcast and other major podcasting platforms by searching for TP's Music Talk Podcast. You can find us on other social media as
0: well, like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr, and others by searching for TP Music Talk Podcast or for TP Music Talk Pod on Twitter. Just
1: look for our logo. And you can also email us at tpmusictalkpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We also have shared playlists on Apple Music and Spotify that you can check out by searching TP's Music Talk Podcast as well. And don't forget to click the link in the description and leave us a voice message on Anchor. And feel free to leave us a message or a review anywhere you're listening. It really helps us out. And don't forget, donations are always appreciated. You can find a link to donate in the description of any of our episodes.
0: No part of our show can be reproduced without permission or written consent.
1: Hey Ryan, what are you doing this weekend?
0: Yeah man, I'm hanging out with McKay. We're going to take a look at his latest engravings and talk about giveaways for Ian
1: grave stuff. Oh yeah, that's awesome, especially about those giveaways. And you know, I was on the internet the other day, and I saw these ads for these other engraving services, and man, their prices are expensive. Yeah, man, a lot of those other engraving companies will charge you up
0: the wazoo for things, but I've noticed that McKay's company, they have items that are priced very reasonably, making it affordable, especially this year, to get a personalized and really impactful gift. Get your parents something that is heartfelt with your signature, or you can even do a letter in your own handwriting on
1: something. Oh yeah, that's right. And you can even send a scan of your handwriting on a letter and they can engrave it onto a sign, a bottle, or whatever you can think of. The possibilities are endless with them.
0: Yeah. And right now, if you're in the checkout area, you can type in TP10 in all caps in the promo code box and you'll get an extra 10% off. A gift from us. Go to iengravestuff.com today. Hello and welcome back to Transmitter. I'm Ryan Ford. And I'm Nick Replinger, and we have an exciting episode for you today. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about how music has influenced the younger generation. We've got my sister, Lacey, here. She's about six years younger than me. For frame of reference, I'm 25. Nick
1: is. uh, I'm 25. Soon to be 26, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so we've got about six years of difference. And the reason we're doing this today is we thought it would be cool to ask Lacey some questions and just see what she thinks about music today and what has influenced her because i mean six years doesn't seem like very much but in the music world there's so much that has transgressed in that amount of time so Lacey, why don't you introduce yourself tell us how you're doing today
2: um i'm Lacey. uh i'm 19 years old and i am doing great
0: (laughs) (laughs) awesome and do you want to just kind of tell us about yourself really quick give people kind of an idea of who you are what you like
2: okay uh i I have been really into music for as long as I can remember. It's not really just listening to the radio. You know, I was I would always get invested in artists. and Yeah, so yeah. You,
0: you enjoy music. You've always uh, found it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what kinds of music do you
2: like? Well, when I was younger, I was strictly pop. Pop music, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really branch out. But now I actually wrote down a list uh, prior to this interview and it's all my favorite artists are pretty much all art alternative mm-hmm. so so
1: what would you describe as alternative because i personally when i think of alternative i think of alternative rock what would you describe as alternative
2: um well just a few examples of artists like uh 21 pilots panic at the disco the neighborhood one of my favorite bands calpurnia wallows naming bands that you probably don't know the no- names <laughs> of or know who they are but
0: I, I personally am, know all of those bands so yeah. I know maybe like I forget it's like the first
1: four and then like mm-hmm. the last two I was like oh <laughs> yeah
2: but yeah and then pop it, it's very different because alternative has a different feel to it and pop almost every pop artist that I like usually has a song on the radio but favorite pop artist that I like is Ariana Grande. And she always plays on the radio, so.
0: Yeah. Well, and uh, so to go from there, uh, I would ask you next, how has the music that you've listened to throughout your life influenced you in your life?
2: Influenced me? I don't know. I mean, like, first, when I was very, very young, my favorite artist, I was like 10 years old, maybe, um, Mm -hmm. was Selena Gomez. And I had, like, all of her CDs, and she was, like, the person I wanted to be. I loved her and all that. And then I think it's influenced me in different ways. Not so much... I don't know. I get to know the artist sometimes. I don't just listen to the music. I actually get into what the artist's about and stuff. To me, like, artists that are singing about good things and have good instruments in the background and background vocals and whatever. But then I find out that they're not a good person. Then I'm like, "Eh," I kind of wing off of them. And so learning about how they write music and what they do to fix things in their songs, like what they've added has influenced me to look more openly on things and like I don't know how to describe it but no, like... no, I
1: definitely get what you mean because that's what I love to do with with my music specifically with the, in the rock genre like my all-time favorite is three days grace I know a lot about their personal lives I know it sounds kind of creepy but I love the way that they write a lot of their music because a lot of their music it's even in the name three days grace deals about their personal lives mm-hmm. and how because three days grace it, it represents like if you had a three days grace period to change something about your life what would it be and that's what their songs are about about things that they've gone through that their fans have gone through or something like that if they wish they could change that and it has a lot more depth and a lot more meaning just like you do when you check out all your different artists right yeah
2: Yeah. and one of my favorite bands is little mix and I have been there since the beginning and basically some of their songs are like really really good but they don't talk about not all of their (laughs) songs all of their songs (laughs) talk about the same exact thing like radio songs yeah um but them as people are amazing girl power and you should do what you want, you should love yourself. They're very inspirational and I really like that about artists that sometimes they put it into their music and sometimes they just want to have fun with their music.
0: Yeah well and, and certainly from looking into the band members of a specific band or, or if it's just one person, the lead vocalist or something, it can give you a lot of insight as to what the band is about, and what vocalists sing about, and what they are trying to put out there for their audience. Yeah. So yeah, we we can definitely all agree that that's something that everyone does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the next question that we had for you would be: What do you consider to be old music? Do you consider the '80s to be old? Do you, you know, when you look back at like the '2000s uh, when you were just growing up, is there anything that you're like, oh yeah, that's that's super old? I don't know. What what is old music to you?
2: Well, I honestly love old music, and cons- like what I consider old music is really anything that sounds. Way different than today's music because today's music is very, very different from even 2010. Me and my best friend, we sit in the car and we listen to a playlist of early 2000s. And it's like Britney Spears and then some Kesha and Ignition by. Anyway, <laughs> but we like it's just good feeling music. Like you can just. It brings back memories. And then old music, I love 60s, 70s, and I love 60s and 70s music is more, I don't know how to describe it. I honestly can't think of a word to describe it, but 80s music is more like it has some beats in it and it has groovy and whatever. And 70s is more like something that your grandma would maybe listen to. I don't know. But 80s is really just genuinely good music. It's really good music. It's a good Um, era yeah and then I don't know I just I consider everything back from maybe 2015 2013 and back is considered old music to me because none of that music really sounds like today's music most of today's music is all about the the beat drop and yeah. I don't know yeah stuff like that I don't know
0: that's an interesting perspective because I think that when Nick and I think of old music we kind of think back to maybe 60s with the Beatles oh yeah um, for sure and 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 that sort of thing and then when you get into the 80s like obviously that was before our time but you know we wouldn't necessarily consider it to be old. And I mean, it doesn't sound like you were making it out to be that way either. I, I think everybody, the majority of people really love 80s music. It was just a great yeah. era of music. But yeah, it is interesting to hear your perspective on like how they sounded and, and uh, what you
1: think of kind of each decade. I like how you kind of broke it down like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really cool that you even said you listen all the way back to the 60s because honestly a lot of people who are still in their teens, when I talk about music from back then, they're like, "Who? I've never even heard of that. <laughs> yeah. so, and so I think that's really cool that you even can branch out all the way to the 60s and put that part back. Yeah. And
0: continuing on, sorry we're kind of just going down this list here, but the next question we had for you, and you've kind of already addressed it, but I was hoping you could go into more detail. Uh, what are some of your favorite bands or, or band growing up versus now?
2: Um. So <laughs> when I was a teenager, well first it was Selena Gomez to start off with. That was, num- well, Of course, Hannah Montana before that. But, (laughs) you know, but like, then it was Selena Gomez. And then I kind of went through a time where I was just like, I didn't have a favorite somebody to look up to and buy all their music and get posters of them and blah, blah, blah. But then the end of 2011 came (laughs) and I got really, really into One Direction. Mm -hmm. They, I don't know what made me love them. I was so into them until they... Broke up. Not really... Bro- well, I don't know what to say. I don't know what's going on with them, but...
1: I didn't like one of them like leave the group and start yeah. his own solo career.
2: Yeah. He... Yeah. Zayn left the group and that day we will all remember. <laughs> yeah. I was strictly into them i would not branch out to anything like if any other person at friends at school they would say oh i really like this artist she has this cool song or he has that cool song blah 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 and you should really listen to that album i'm like no one direction is superior (laughs) you know like i was so focused on them and then i wasn't just listening to them i would watch their interviews all the time and they would actually talk about artists that they like or have a crush on or something like that or have worked with or whatever so, I would only listen to artists that they recommended. <laughs> mm, okay. um, so, they were on the X Factor, and one of the people on the X Factor with them, with Cher Lloyd. So I got into her music and Zayn started dar- d- dating Perry from Little Mix. And so I got into Little Mix and Niall had a crush on Demi Lovato. So I listened to Demi Lovato. Ed Sheeran wrote a song for them, Little Things. And so I got into Ed Sheeran. I was just in this very bubble of artists that they like and them. Did not want to branch out. But then, I can't remember exactly what year it was, but... When they broke up, I got really sad and then I was just like, I really need to find new music because, you know, I can't just listen to them for the rest of my life. I branched out and I learned that I not only just like pop music, I have so many different genres that I listen to. I didn't know there was so many genres because I was so uneducated about different kinds of music. So it started off with kind of listening to Ryan's kind of music, like The Neighborhood. He would send me stuff, The Neighborhood, The 1975, love that. Panic at the Disco, 21 Pilots. Uh, stuff that I thought you would like. Yeah, I mean, was yeah. Similar. And those have come, become like my favorite bands. But then I went through a phase of listening to like hardcore, just strictly indie and then indie alternative. And I've learned that alternative is my all time favorite genre. I don't, this is just a little side note, is I don't like country. Like, I I can listen to anything besides country. Mm -hmm. I just really cannot get down to it or, like, listen to it and enjoy it. (laughs) Favorite bands now or artists? There's a lot, but Ariana Grande, Calpurnia, Wallows, Weezer, the ones that I mentioned, like Neighborhood and blah, blah, blah. And I really like Billie uh, Eilish. Eilish? Eilish? Oh, Eilish. Eilish, Eilish. yeah. And I like... I still like Little Mix so much because they're still releasing music and they're still doing great. So I still like some other people that I used to listen to, just I've really branched out.
1: That's really cool. And also, next question that we have, we kind of touched on a little bit, all like a little bit more of elaboration.
0: And if it's okay, Nick, I I just want to add one thing before we go into. Okay, sure. Go ahead. I I just wanted to say that I I think everybody kind of goes through that stage where they find one band or, or one artist that is just so amazing to them, and they'll start and just kind of obsessing over that one person or one band or one group, and you know, then it just kind of will spiral out from there. I feel like specifically with like pop bands, when you think about like Bieber Fever. Mm-hmm. you know how much people love the Backstreet Boys you know there's a lot of pop artists specifically where people will get kind of that that fever you know mm-hmm. where they just want to listen to their music and so yeah it's it's kind of cool to hear you talk about that because I know that Nick and I have had our own situations like that oh
1: yeah definitely with our own yeah. bands but uh yeah anyway Nick take it away <laughs> but yeah so you talked about how you reached out and to find other different kinds of music it like sounds like you had a phase where it's just only like One Direction kind of fuel, then some of it from Ryan. But the question is, what is your main source of finding new music compared to then to now today?
2: That is such a good question because... So back then, I would just listen to what was on the radio and whatever. But then when I got my first iPod, I was mostly just had Lady Gaga and just like the songs that played on the radio and stuff. But then I started to... After the One Direction thing, I would download all of One Direction stuff and blah, blah, blah. And so I would just strictly find music from One Direction or the radio. But now I literally find music from everywhere. Someone will mention a song. I have an app, Shazam, and you can just touch on the screen and hold it up to what's playing and it will recognize the song.
1: Yeah, I love Shazam. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. We use but, it
2: too. yeah, I do that all the times in stores. Sometimes I'll be in... I remember one time in Forever 21, a song was playing and I was like, what is this song? So I downloaded the app and I found that song and then I really liked that artist. I began to really like that artist. And mostly social media is where I find most of my music because like, sometimes I'll find a song but I'll only listen to that song from that one artist because I really like the song and don't feel like branching out to the artist, branching his other albums or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have had and have Twitter fan account and follow a whole bunch of people that post like edits of tv shows they'll put clips together and do like a, and they'll put music in the background and usually that's probably my number one source of finding new music because they have really good music in the background of an edit that's where i'll find some really great songs so
1: yeah for sure and i think that's really cool because when ryan and i used to when we were discovering our own music it was very different i mean facebook and social media they were still kind of coming out from you know, <laughs> brand, new. brand new brand new when I first was growing up, I only have really my parents' music to listen to, and Ryan was the same way too. We talked about it on a previous podcast, and then when I branched into my own music, it was like either radio, word of mouth by friends, or YouTube. That's the only places where I really found new music. But it's really cool to hear you when you were growing up, and you had the internet at your hands, and also you know, cell phones, so you could use Shazam and find all these other different ways to find new music. I think it's really cool how that kind of has like developed, yeah, and how you can just find all different kinds of music and how people can actually get their music out there too Mm -hmm. and I would add to that you know when you look back
0: at when Nick and I were growing up everything you know like Nick was saying was not as easily accessible like you can go to YouTube and listen to any song you want now back then I mean people would go and they would download music illegally through like LimeWire oh yeah (laughs) Um, Napster not that we know anything about oh no of of course (laughs) not (laughs) <laughs> so yeah i mean it's interesting to look and see how things have changed in that regard yeah.
1: yeah and so going to the next question kind of going from that another way that i listened found new music was through music videos and that's what i want to talk to you about next is are music videos still popular in your opinion and should artists still even bother to make them
2: music videos are still very popular in my opinion because when an artist comes out with a music video, everyone freaks out and has ten million screenshots in their camera roll from <laughs> the music video because people really like the artist and Taylor Swift's new uh, music video for me. I
0: featuring Brendan Urie. Yeah, of, sorry. Yeah, uh, at yeah. the disco.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I,
1: I actually gonna check that out. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I remember scrolling on Twitter and just seeing a girl just freak out, having ten million screenshots, and it's like, oh, did you catch this part and this part and whatever? And it's a good way to kind of let the artist describe what the song is about or what he or she envisioned to kind of put it in a picture because literally listening to a song is just listening to it but when you see like a video some videos are just like doesn't really go with the song or doesn't make sense but they're still really enjoyable to watch i don't know still
0: relevant yeah still something that.
2: yeah and it gives a good (laughs) <laughs> this is kind of funny, but some people take screenshots, like I said, the music videos, and then they put it as their fan account profile picture. So that's good too. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah, I think they're still very ve- relevant.
1: And so, next question is: Do you think music is still thriving today?
2: Some music, yes. Not just off at the top of my head is Ariana Grande is has three songs that are eligible to go double platinum. Mm -hmm. Like three songs, and that's amazing. She has amazing vocals and performance and all of that. Today's music is... Some can be really different. The whole mumble rap thing, personally not my style, but some of it is just kind of weird to listen to. There's this one song, I don't know what the artist was thinking, but sometimes they just talk about things that are just completely random. But then there, you find this really good song, really good to listen to and really good to just have fun to. I don't know how to... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's, no yeah, that's
1: great. I think that, that's great that you brought it with mumble because we also want to talk to you about what your opinion was on that. And what do you think mumble rap is so popular? Why is there, are people listening to it?
2: I don't know, to be honest. The first time I heard mumble rap was because of video and it was a meme, basically. Just, I don't know. I think in some ways it's cool. In my opinion, I don't think it's very cool at all kind of it's just kind of to me it's annoying to listen to in my opinion just because they're just talking about whatever comes to their head and just not really enunciating and not very just like it doesn't have that much meaning to what i like in a song more about
0: the instrumentals than really the the lyrics in some cases yeah And to kind of go back and talk about the the last two or three questions we've asked you, you know, as far as like the music videos and whether you think music is thriving, that's really cool that you think that the music video... that that music videos are still relevant because we loved music videos growing up still Mm -hmm. love them today and so we would agree with you there and and yeah when you describe how certain genres of music seem to be thriving but maybe not other ones or or just in specific aspects i think in a way what i would kind of agree with you there as well certain genres that used to be really popular now have kind of fallen to the wayside so it's interesting to see how things have changed and that's why we're here today to talk about this with you
1: but yeah so then also right now we're very Rock based and our taste in music, and a lot of people say that rock is dead. Would you agree with that statement, or do you think it will ever make a comeback, or what is your view on the scene?
2: Okay, rock. Describe that for
1: me. So, anything rock that's rock and roll, you know, it's guitar, bass, and drum, and lo- so like, driven. could be anywhere from, like, the Beatles all the way to progressive metal. Just anything rock.
2: Okay. Yeah. I was, like, maybe yeah. Screamo or so? or no, Screamo that
1: could fall into that, too. Anything yeah. that, you yeah. know, that you can, because I get, yeah, rock, that could be a very broad term. So, yeah, just anything that you would, I guess, is a guitar-driven.
2: What was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: may- maybe let's break it down this way. Like, if you look at what uh, Nick And I listened to when we were younger, you know, stuff like Linkin Park, early Linkin Park Mm -hmm. that was more nu metal oriented, or Nirvana, which was Mm -hmm. heavily grunge, Alice in Chains, um, stuff like that. There's a very large prevalence as far as the guitar work, and it was a lot more of a hard, edgy sound. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of that has kind of
1: disappeared in the past couple decades. Because there is still a movement of rock, but it's very rare when you see those rock bands on the the top two hundred and all that stuff, except for yeah. maybe if you like maybe the Foo Fighters or Metallica or something like that.
2: Yeah. Well, I would say that rock isn't necessarily dead because people still listen to the old rock, and so I mean it's still getting listened to. Unlike maybe like disco, where practically no one's listening to it. It's a good
0: example. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but I think that people just maybe just decided. Because I always see, like when I look at an album, I always see what genre it is. And it always seems to never ever say rock. It says indie slash rock or alternative slash rock. Because like they're putting a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So it's not full on rock music. It's more a hint of rock or whatever. Like, So I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say it's dead. But you don't see that much... Of, like you said that much on like the top charts or whatever exactly so not much pe not many people listen to it because they're more into because they're practically been brainwashed to listen to what's on the radio and you don't hear that on the radio so I yeah I don't think it's dead but just people have a very Except yeah.
1: the evolution has changed for it a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, and, and maybe that's a consequence
0: of the 90s and 2000s because you had all of the genre mixing and the new metal sound and and that kind of thing, which helped kind of stir the mixing pot for rock and roll. It was less of like an essence of rock and more other genres thrown in, I guess.
1: Yeah, so I guess moving on from that, we want to talk about something more European. your opinion. Is there anything, any specific event in music that happened recently that you think is important or significant
0: specifically in your life not not looking back past yeah
2: something that happened in music that was let me think
0: and it can be anything if if you think that ariana grande's newest album was uh, because she did break a lot of records yeah Um, she
2: beat the beatles like the beatles didn't even do that like have three number one uh records from one album Amazing, but yeah, I she is rocking it right now. She's doing amazing. I don't know. I mean, because most of the things that happen are mostly just about pop singers. I never really hear because I really like not well known bands or whatever or artists or something, so they don't really get to the top, they don't do something completely significant that everyone knows about it. They're still really relevant and important, but. I just.
1: Who would say it's like groundbreaking, like how *Beatlemania* or the *British Invasion* or in yeah. Nirvana Nirvana um, became big, or or like anything big, like with the *Backstreet Boys* or *Britney Spears*? How they had their own ways or anything like that, or.
2: Um. Well, the thing that I can think of is not really recently. I mean, Ariana Grande is the only person I can think of that's recent. But like when I was really into One Direction, they would win awards all the time and they would come out like they have three movies, concert movies. And so that's really amazing and they are they were the biggest boy band in the world. There's like a clip in one of the movies and in uh, I think it's like Good Morning America or something, but the lady says, "Oh, they're the biggest boy band in the world, not even the Beatles." did that or something like something like that. I can't remember exactly, but they were just really just killing it for a long time. Just keep going and going. Really anything that they did was really just amazing. Pretty um,
0: significant for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like I remember when their album Midnight Memories came out. <laughs> it got leaked a week before or a couple of days before. I can't remember exactly, but like I remember everyone talking about it. And Towards the actual release date they did a thing it was a 24 hour live stream. It was called 1D Day. And they, it was so, so fun to watch and kind of just be a part of. They kind of, they would take fans from the audience of the little studio that they were in and put them in a little phone booth box and say, oh, you can listen to our album. And they had, they were trying to act like nothing happened. Like they, it didn't get leaked. Those are, but like that happened to every single album after that. It always got leaked. It Yeah, it was just, that was, but it, then it always got leaked, but then it always went to number one mm. in every single, almost every single country. And it, it even if it got leaked, people still bought it and it still reached the top. So that just first thing I could think of.
0: It's funny that you mentioned uh, leaks as well, not to kind of go off subject here, but um, I feel like that's kind of maybe what helped contribute to the starting of uh, the surprise drops from like hip hop artists and, you know, dropping mixtapes and that sort of thing, because albums for a while there, and I mean they still do, were getting leaked all the time. And so I think that's why you started seeing more of the surprise drops. I I could be wrong there, but it's just
1: something that I noticed and I thought I'd talk about.
2: Yeah.
0: But anyway, continuing on.
1: Alrighty. Well, so our next question is, what do you think about the music that Ryan and I listen to or that your parents or your grandparents listen to?
2: Let's start off with my grandma. She was really into the Beatles and Queen. She loved Queen. She has a few of their CDs, I think, and we used to listen to them in her car when I was little, so I'm very familiar with their top songs. But then like my my parents, they grew up in the 80s and my dad (laughs) was really into Depeche Mode and I just I love Depeche Mode so much. Great band. Yeah, great band. But they were more on the alternative side of my mom has told me that she used to just listen to more alternative stuff from the 80s like stuff that you wouldn't hear on the radio and stuff that really people don't really talk about because when you think of the 80s you think of Hungry Like the Wolf or
1: Duran Duran or Metallica
2: or Aha or Foreigner or or, or
1: Def Leppard or or
2: Careless Whisper or or Michael
1: um, Jackson (laughs) yeah like there's so (laughs) So many
2: but like you think of the people that were just always on the radio, but she, a couple of times she'll turn on the radio now. She'll go to a station and she's just like, oh my gosh, they're playing like stuff that I used to listen to all the time. Uh, because she used to go with drives, go on drives with her sister. So my aunt and they would drive. She told me the story, how she would drive over the point of the mountain. She would drive where she would get the certain radio station and they would just Because they didn't get it where they lived, so they would drive clear until the radio started coming clear. And they would listen to it, and it would just be... I don't even know the artists, because they're very alternative. 80s music. Yeah, I really enjoy listening to old music especially with someone that was actually there when the song came out or when they used to listen to it because it always comes with a story like it always says oh this song i remember i danced to it at my junior prom or something like that it always Mm -hmm. comes with a story and i love hearing about that so i really enjoy listening to their music and hearing their input on it of where they were or how they found it or whatever so
0: well and um I know that we're not too much older than you, but, you know, what do you think about kind of our age of music and what we grew up on?
2: So your age of music, well, your music was basically just Linkin Park asking Alexandra. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> Alexandra, yeah. Yeah, uh, or just, like, bands that are very, like, I, or Eminem, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember driving to school every morning at like 7 a.m. in the morning and you would have your speakers in your car, like your stick shift car, and you used to turn it up so loud and it was 7 in the morning and sometimes you would have to turn it down like entirely because he would say something really inappropriate and I was like in fifth grade. (laughs) I was in fifth grade listening to Eminem on the way to school with my brother.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry about that by the way.
2: (laughs) Um, But like, you know, I wasn't, I don't, the only thing I know about your generation of music is what you listen to. Because Mm -hmm. like my, when I think of music of your generation, I can't even think of anything because you didn't listen to like Britney Spears or Mariah Carey or like, I don't even know. You didn't listen to most pop stuff or whatever
0: i i preferred to stay in the more alternative side of things uh much like you and our parents and our our grandparents um i i feel like our family and and nick as well kind of grew up trying to stay away from radio friendly music because it was just always available on the radio so yeah you didn't want to listen to it as much
2: Not to say that it's bad. Yeah. But like the music that you used to listen to or like, oh, I just thought of one, Breathe Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember you listening to that a lot too or 303. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't listen to them in ages. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, like I was only familiar with that stuff. I was never familiar with the stuff on the radio because I would never really listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. The first time I, the first song I remember listening to, actually listening to on the radio was 2012, 2013. It was Justin Bieber, Beauty and the Beat. Like, that's the actual song. That's like the only song I remember listening to on the radio and not on a CD, yeah. you know? Because, like, We would always have CDs in the car. Like Gwen Stefani was one of our top CDs that we would listen to as a family. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, oh, Prince. Prince, Prince. yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love Prince. We used to listen to his album Purple Rain all the time. And like, we loved listening to that as a family. So I never really listened to the radio as a kid. And when I first was listening to the radio, it was on my little alarm clock and it was Radio Disney.
1: (laughs) So,
2: yeah, that mostly I would just listen to CDs and stuff that I would like. I never, now that I think about it, I never really listen to the radio, but...
0: That's yeah. what happens when you grow up in a family that uh, is as involved in music as we are, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, m- moving on is okay if I... I, I okay. Um, our next question here, who would you say is the most influential artist or group in today's music industry?
2: I know I keep mentioning her, but Ariana Grande, because she's literally everywhere. But one of the things that I'm not very into, but is literally taking over the world, is K-pop.
1: Hmm, yes. K-pop, really?
2: Yeah. Everyone loves K-pop. Any type. The bands I can think of is BTS and then Blackpink.
0: BTS is who I was gonna say as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: haven't listened to K-pop, and I don't want to judge it before I listen to it. But it, I just don't think it's my style of music that I want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't so know.
1: in case anybody who's listening to this doesn't know what K-pop is, what is K-pop? Uh,
2: Korean pop. So it's just basically. Oh, I don't know how to describe it. We'll have to look up a definition. But it's just.
0: Well, I mean, I would say, you know, with K-pop, there's kind of that, uh, at least with BTS, there's that kind of boy band feel. I feel like there's a lot of people that have kind of like that Bieber fever over them. And so I, I think that there's a lot of people uh, your age that really love listening to them. And and you said that you're not it, not really on that bandwagon.
2: Yeah, well, most of the songs that I've heard have been very aggressively, not really electronic, but like has very aggressive beats and electronic feel to it. Not, I wouldn't necessarily say electronic, but just, like, a little bit of it, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, like, beats that are just very aggressive in your face. Um, I'm not, like, bashing on them or anything, but yeah. it's, just, it's just not my type of music that I like to listen to. I like to listen to something that I can just either chill to, dance to, or bang my head to. Like, I sometimes just, like... Yeah. But they are more... Everyone that listens to their music pretty much knows all of the choreography to that song. So they will be doing the choreography because like they're really into people that I've seen, like some people on Instagram that I know know of really like K-pop and like they record themselves dancing in the car to it and they'll be like doing practically their choreography that they do on stage. And I don't know, it's just a very specific genre of music.
0: Yeah, it's, it's almost in a way kind of a new sound and maybe that's why people are so drawn to it. Um, they've been on the top charts, they've been, you know, in some of the trending videos on YouTube. It'll be interesting to continue to watch that genre and, and maybe we'll have to do an episode on it sometime. But Lacey, thank you so much for letting us kind of interview you today. It's really been a pleasure and we just appreciate you taking the time. To kind of close things out here, we would want you to just kind of tell the audience if you have anything going on. I know you You've got a YouTube channel, and if there's anything else you wanna mention where people can find you at.
2: Okay, um, yeah, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, the name is Lace Edits. Basically, it's just videos of little clips of songs that are placed into one video will be called 80s and 90s music, or my current playlist, or my favorite male artist, stuff like that. So it's a really good way to find new music. That's why I kinda of started the channel. So yeah, that's my YouTube channel, Lace Edits. And then my Twitter is Lacey X Powell. Yeah, so my my Twitter and Instagram are L-A-C-E-Y-X and then P-O-W-E-L-L. And Twitter I post I have a little thread of songs that I like that I'm into. If you wanna hear some songs that I've been to. And then Apple Music is the same if you want to follow me on Apple Music.
0: That's awesome. So Lacey X Powell. And yeah, we we post a lot of playlists and things on Spotify and Apple Music too. So that's awesome. But yeah, thank you so much again for coming. And
1: uh, hopefully we can have you again on the show sometime. Alright, and we are going to leave you again with some lyrics, but this time chosen by Lacey. So you want to go ahead and tell us who the lyrics are by and what song, and yeah, take it away, Lacey.
2: Okay, this song is called This Is The Day, and the band, I don't know exactly how it's said, but the, the, (laughs) and the lyrics are, This is the day your life will surely change. This is the day when things fall into place.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next episode.